How are we doing, everybody? How are we doing? Thank you for joining. Thank you for catching up on replay. Uh, really appreciate you joining. Episode 16. Episode 16 of the Always Better Than Yesterday interview sessions. So if this is your first ever time catching up on replay, um, drop a hashtag replay. Just let me know that you are here so I can uh, jump in the comments and have a conversation with you. Um, always grateful for you for joining. If you've never joined one of these Always Better Than Yesterday interview sessions, they are simply about helping understand the habits and the mindset of successful and inspiring people. It's that simple. Uh, I say it every week. I'm a curious little monkey and I like to know what motivates people, what drives people, how people think, because I genuinely believe that it's the mindset that differs uh, the great from the good. I genuinely believe that it's how people think will inform the way people act, which will then inform the results that people get. So that's what these interviews have been all about for the last um, 15 weeks. Interviewing people about their habits and their mindsets to understand you know, what it is, how do they think and, and, and how does that show up in what they do. We've had coaches, we've had authors, we've had um, Paralympians, we've had uh, drummers, um, we've had snowboarders and today I am super excited to uh, bring you Katie Fankhauser all the way from Colorado, USA. So we'll, I'll bring her on shortly. Uh, so Katie's 16, so that adds another dynamic to, to our talk because um, you know, she'll be the youngest guest that I've had and I'm really, really interested just to take it from a different angle and just uh, find out a little bit more about um, yeah, how she thinks, how she thinks um, and how she overcomes fear, particularly in, in what she does. So, um, yeah, who's on? Lots of people on. Great to see you guys. What is up, Haley? Thanks for joining as always. Bill's on. Christine's on. Chris is on. Bethan's on. Amanda, amazing. Thank you guys for joining. I'm just going to send a couple of invites because I've not done that yet. Bear with me 30 seconds. If you're on replay, feel free to skip the next uh, 30 seconds of what I'm doing. Um, and for those of you that are here, drop me some comments. Let me know how your weekend's been. Um, let me know if you've got any questions that you want to fire through um, about mindset in general. Anything that you want to ask Katie. Have a little think about some of the things that you want to ask her. A um, couple of invites going out. I won't take too long. The more people in the conversation, the better. Let's get the chat going. As always, drop me a red love heart emoji if this is the first time you have ever joined an Always Better Than Yesterday interview session, just so I can reach out, give you some love, and thank you for joining. Uh, and if this is a, uh, a repeat, if you've come back, and I'm grateful for you if you have come back, then drop me a blue love heart and let that share the love. Who else is on? Bethan's in Finland. Mum's on. Amazing. Right, here we go. Let's do this. Let's here come the blue love hearts. I'm grateful for you guys. Thank you. Drum roll. Hey. How's how you doing? <laughs> Good. There we go. I can hear you. Do me the honor of introducing yourself to the watchers and the listeners. Well, my name is Katie Fankhauser, and I'm a part of the USA Freestyle Whitewater Kayak Team. And I pretty much just travel all over the world and all over the US. 
kayaking. That's amazing. Tell me a little bit about your story. Tell me about how you got into kayaking and, and um, yeah, some of the things that you've done in your journey and some of the achievements you've had. Yeah, so I've been kayaking for six years, six and a half years now. And I started when I was 10, when I learned how to roll. And I just got into it because I used to be a gymnast and I was looking for something new. And I figured, why not gymnastics in a kayak? <laughs> and so I <laughs> went to some pool sessions and some locals taught me how to roll. And it just kind of took off from there when I fell in love with the sport. And I've taken and me all over the place. Chile, Argentina, Canada, the Ottawa River. It's been incredible. That's amazing. So in, in the six years, would you say that um, would you say that you were naturally talented or, or is it something you've had to work hard at? I think that there was a level of natural talent that I think came with my kayaking. But I think in the last couple years when I made the U.S. team, I really had to push because when I made the team, I was like, wow, I actually really need to step it up. I'm going to be competing for the U.S. And I started to learn some of the harder tricks and challenge myself more. And I think I've pushed past that natural level. Yeah. So that must take... Um lots of practice, lots of discipline, lots of hours training. Tell me a little bit about how you approach training. Well, during the summer, I mean, here in Colorado, we don't have water year round. So in the winter, I don't actually get to train that much in my kayak, but I do lots of cross training. But during the summer, I pretty much try to kayak from May to August every single day as much as I can when the water is up and get as much practice in and get learn as many tricks as I can and then I also watch a lot of videos to be able to know how to do them and then try to execute it when I get the chance to get in a river. My run what drives you? Try to, try to cross train and lift too. And lift? Yes. <laughs> yeah. What, um, what motivates you? What keeps you going? I think the reward that I get from kayaking itself and kayaking is so fun and I absolutely love it and I think that that's just a huge motivator for me is getting better at something that I genuinely love and something that's affected my life in such a big way mm, it, and, and um, tell me more about that how has it affected you in a good way it's changed my outlook on life in many ways when I got back from Argentina and Chile I mean, I missed 17 straight days of school. I was gone for four and a half weeks. And I came back with just a completely different view on my life and the things that I had in my life. And mm -hmm. the material possessions didn't seem that important to me anymore because as long as I had my kayak and a ticket to travel, I was, I was happy. And I think that once I learned that about myself, that the my planning for my future has changed and how I go about my daily life. Wow. It's powerful. <laughs> yeah. It's really powerful. Would you, um, would you describe yourself as confident? I definitely would say so. I think yeah. you have to be confident when you're dealing with whitewater on the river. If you're not confident, then you could get into some trouble and yeah. on and off the water. I, I try to stay confident and, that helps drive what I love to do and drive what I'm doing because I'm confident and you have to be able to believe in yourself that you can do it in order to have a goal 
to be able to have a goal, you have to believe that you can get it. And that takes some level of confidence, I believe. Man, I love it. What sort of things have helped build your confidence? Um, between good things and bad things. I mean, there's, mm -hmm. there's times when the river takes over and I just get beat down and I'm like, wow, at least I can handle that. And that gives me confidence mm -hmm. to, to know that I can get myself out of sticky situations. And when I learn a new trick or when I made team USA, it helps build my confidence because I, I realize, wow, like if I can do this, then why can't I do this? And if you would have told me two months before team trials, before I made the team, I would have said that you'd been crazy. Like, there's no way I could be on team USA. And then I decided to work toward it. And then once I actually made the team, it boosted my confidence a lot. And I started striving for bigger goals. Wow. What is your next goal? I think my next goal is to make the team again, because every two years you have to remake the team for the next competition. And uh, March 15th is the next team trials. And I have to hold my spot on the team. And that's going to be the big goal, which is going to be kind of challenging without water. So going to have to do lots of yeah. flat water training and lots of, watching lots of videos and maybe traveling out to the Eastern United States to mm. try to train a little bit more in some white water. That's amazing. I really like that answer because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of talk out there that says I have this massive goal and, and kind of work towards it. And and actually, I think what you've just said to me is you've got to appreciate the here and now. If you don't make the team, any big goal in the future is irrelevant. And yeah, you know, it keeps you focused on the here and now and what you have to do. That's really cool. I like that. No, that's really cool. And um, we've got a question here that says, how do you work through self doubt? I try to just continue on. Like when I start doubting myself, I try to remember the things that I've already achieved. And I try to remember my outlook before I achieved those things and how I did. So I did doubt myself a little bit before that. And then mm -hmm. I just kept working at it and, and it worked out. And so when I start to have those self doubts, I just try to think back, like I felt bad about this before and then it ended up working out fine. So I should just keep working and, it's going to turn out how it turns out. Yeah. Well, you've got a wise head on your shoulders. <laughs> you've got a wise head on your shoulders. I'm, I'm loving this. This is awesome. So let's, so I shared a video of yours when you were getting beat down and you are underwater and I'm, I'm holding my breath whilst, whilst I'm watching you. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about that. How do you keep calm under that sort of pressure? Um, well, before I go in, I kind of mentally prepare myself this is not something that we usually do all the time. I was at a camp where we practice stuff like this in a safe environment with people running safety, people there to help if something went wrong. And so in that safe environment, I was placed in a situation where it was supposed to scare you, it was supposed to challenge you, and it was supposed to improve your paddling and your confidence. And before I go in, I'm just thinking, oh my gosh, this is so scary. But then once I'm in there, I'm like, okay, there's safety on the line, there's safety on the shore, there's safety in the water. If something goes wrong, I swim out of my boat, we get my gear, and I try again. And so yeah. it kind of, it calms my nerves. And depending on the situation, depending on where I'm at, in the specific video you're talking about, I came out with my fist in the air and super happy. <laughs> and then there was also this video of me getting beat down in a much larger hole, which is the feature. Mm. And... 
that was a little bit more scary. I was completely underwater. It felt like the water was trying to rip my paddle out of my hand. And it's just being tough, just trying to tough it out. And when you're at the hands of the river and that at the fingertips of nature, like there's not a ton you can do in that situation. So you tough it out and hold your breath as long as you can. And when it spits you out, you're thankful that it spit you out. (laughs) Oh my God. Wow. Blows my mind. (laughs) Blows my mind. Do Do you ever, um, do you ever have like fear? Definitely. Um, I think that when fear comes up, I just kind of push through it. And that's why I don't have that much fear, but I think everyone has some level of fear in some way. And sometimes paddling through a hole like that to some people, even if they're not going to get stuck, that's scary. But for me, there are multiple spots that you could go into. when the first day we went out on the water to go do this, uh, this practice and, there were lots of people in different levels of fear and some people it was just paddling down next to it to look at it. And that was, that was their level of fear. And I felt that in order to scare myself that I needed to go all the way in and just get beat down and really see what I could handle. And I think challenging myself through that fear is a part of what gives me confidence. Knowing that I can push through. (laughs) I love it. Absolutely love it. And, and this is what I said before I came on around what I genuinely believe separates people from the from the great to the good is the, the way that they think. And I, I think you're absolutely testimony to that. I think your mindset is incredible. And I'm really enjoying this conversation. So, guys, if you're listening and watching, if you've got any questions, then do keep um, putting them in. They, they are good good questions coming through. Mm. Um, what would I – what am I going to – so let's talk a little bit about competition time. Let's talk a little bit about um, competitions and, um, you know, do you get game day nerves? How do you prepare yourself mentally for um, for game day? Yeah, so I think that a lot of people don't actually know what freestyle whitewater kayaking is. And it's basically yeah. where, so you're not running down the river. You're staying in one spot and you're doing tricks. And every mm-hmm. trick that you do in one minute or 45 seconds, if it's an international competition, counts for a certain amount of points. And by the end of that time period, however many points you have is your score and then they're compared and that's how you're placed. And so before competition, I cross over a lot from my running warmup, which I get a lot of funny looks because I'm in my kayaking gear and I'm doing running things and I'm skipping and I'll go run a couple miles before a competition and running kind of clears my head sometimes. And I listen to music and I just, I jam out and I dance and I get a good headset and try to build some confidence before and tell myself I can do it and lay out my goals and go through my skipping warmups, go through my stretching. And then I get in my boat and I do my arm warmups and then the flat water warmups. And it's kind of a process I'd say, but Mm. between the mental and the physical warmup, I think the physical warmup helps my mental warmup because it puts me in game mode and gets me ready to compete. Amazing. Have you got a uh, have you got a favorite song or a soundtrack that you like to listen to before you go on? I really like Body Like a Back Road. <laughs> it's a song, a country song, and it was yeah. the song that I listened to right before my semifinals ride at the world competition. Mm. And that was my best ride. And until this summer it was my highest score I've ever scored. And before that, before that competition, I went and I ran 
a mile or something like that and listen to that song on repeat. And I was just jamming out. And so now every time I listen to that one, it, it sort of sets me in that, in that competition mode, which mm. sounds kind of funny because it's a, it's a country song and it's yeah not exactly like a hype song, but it, it has a lot of meaning to me. Wow. Love that. <laughs> Love it. So there was a question about, um, do you do self-development? And I guess we've talked a little bit about um, developing your, your physique and your physical attributes. Do you focus on your, your mindset? Do you focus on developing yourself? I think I focus less on developing my mind because that comes with mm -hmm. the training that I do. And mm -hmm. I focus a lot on goals. I think that setting mm -hmm. goals that you can achieve is really important for your mindset and for developing your mind in the way of athletics. Because if you set a goal that is too far out, that has a lot of different factors beforehand, then if something goes wrong here, then you're not going to be able to get to this goal. So I think setting achievable within reach goals is really important. Mm -hmm. And the training that goes along, it feels like you're working toward it and it feels like you're working hard and then it gives you more confidence when you go into it because you know you've put the work in and that it's just going to be off. That's amazing. Love that. Love that. Your mum says, do you set daily goals? <laughs> Mom. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. And between school, especially, um, especially after I've done all this traveling, it's hard to buckle back down and get back into the groove of school, back into normal life. And so it's really important for me to set my daily goals with just getting homework done and cleaning my room and like the little things that keep stress away that can, lets you focus on your bigger goals, like making the U.S. team. I have to be able to get my homework done to be able to miss school. So even smaller goals throughout the day to make sure that I'm taking care of the small stuff so that I can work toward my bigger goals. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. So Kat's on. Kat says, see you in the spring for the 2019 Worlds. <laughs> Was that Kat Hardman? Yeah. Yeah. She says, what goes, what goes through your head right before the judge gives you the... I can't see the rest of the comment. What goes through your head right before the judge gives you your score? Oh, right before I get my score. I'm trying to tally it up by myself. <laughs> I'm trying to reflect on my ride and uh decide what i thought that i performed well and didn't perform well and decide what i thought i got my bonuses and i'm doing math in my head yeah. trying to figure it out and predict what they're going to give me amazing so we've got patricia Fankhauser online is patricia a relative yes that's my nana <laughs> oh hello nana amazing love it <laughs> love it so um <laughs> I think one of your friends has jumped on saying, do you still remember the friends you had before you were famous? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not quite famous yet, but yes, of course, I remember everybody and everyone along the way and all the fun memories. <laughs> Amazing. Not just going to go so, away. Um, one, thing I, one thing I'm really passionate about is about surrounding yourself with like-minded people or, or those that want you to win that, that really get the best out of you. Do you have a, a group of people that really get the best out of you? Yeah, the whole kayaking community. I mean, everyone in the freestyle kayaking community is just so supportive. And between people that I compete with are my best friends. And we compete against each other and we're best friends off the water. And that's a lot of fun. And it 
it develops a sense of community that you don't really find anywhere else. And, and that's, I think what makes it hard to come back to normal life with school Mm -hmm. and run cross country. And without that community, it feels Mm -hmm. sort of isolated, but then I, those little goals help me with that too. And it's interesting because I have to come back where there's teenagers that don't kayak and aren't accustomed to that lifestyle and traveling and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a two separate lives, <laughs> I guess. What's the um, what's the one thing you've developed over the last six years in kayaking that you feels really um, helped you progress? Like my like my actual kayaking, some like trick or something, or mentally. Anything. What's what what would you say has really helped you improve? I think probably the confidence. I think kayaking has given me confidence in every aspect of my life and it's, it's just spread to everything that I do. And, um, I, I also run, I think I mentioned that and kayaking helps me with dealing with stress of competition. It helps me deal with the pressure of people looking at you and people relying on you, like for a team with cross country when we're, trying to win a a race or something like that. And um, I think that just, it radiates into everything that I do with my confidence and overcoming fear. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. My, um, my coaching practice is called always better than yesterday. What does, when I say the words always better than yesterday, what, what does that really mean for you? That makes me think of goals. It does. It makes me think that, if you have done something that day that makes you closer to your goal, then it's a better day than yesterday. If you've done something, if you have a goal and you're two steps closer than you were two days before, it's a better day than yesterday. And amazing. Cause what are some of the ways that you're better than yesterday? What are some of the things that you do to make sure that you're, you keep moving forward and you are better than yesterday? I make lists to make sure that I'm working yeah. toward those goals and I make, I make notes and I write a lot to keep track of that stuff and keep track of how I'm feeling and when I do have a down day, because everybody does, and making sure that I'm still progressing, that if I have a bad day, then I write the the next day what I'm going to do to make that better and take Mm. note that, okay, this happened. Well, what am I going to do about it? And that helps me look forward and keep making sure my days are better than next days. Love it. I love it. Guys that are listening and watching, I'm going to wrap it up soon. So now's your last chance to get in those questions that you, um, that you haven't yet had the confidence to write down and just, just get them on there. I'll ask you a question now while you've got the chance. Um, Katie, this has been awesome. I've really, really enjoyed talking with you. I think you are super inspiring. I think your future is just so bright i think you're going to go on to achieve great great things um where can people check out more of your content where can people follow you and find you uh my instagram is katie.kayak if they want to follow me there i put that's where i post most of my content and i have a youtube that i'm not that good at staying up to but there's a few on there just my name katie fankhauser and my facebook is just katie fankhauser amazing we've got a question says when can we next see you in colorado well, I'm in Colorado all the time because I do live here and yeah. uh, competing. I think the next competition is not until the spring. So probably in Golden, Colorado 
on the second weekend of May. <laughs> and then every weekend after that until July, pretty much, is competitions in Colorado. Amazing. So we need to talk a little bit about the Skippy Rippy. What's the Skippy Rippy? <laughs> oh, my goodness. So <laughs> at Worlds, um, <laughs> I kind of ran into this problem where a lot of the other girls were doing what's called an entry move. So when you hit the wave, you do a move right off the bat, and it basically is points before the time even starts. And it was kind of setting me a step behind because these girls were scoring entry moves. And I had been working on trying to get an entry move, but I just couldn't really wrap my head around it, and it didn't make sense, and I was having a hard time performing it. And it's called a wing over, where you send your stern over your head and then land flop. And I kind of gave up on it, and I was like, okay, fresh mind, redo. And so I kind of made up my own, and I called it the Skippy Rippy, where instead of sending my stern over my head, I come in and send my bow over my head and then land four facing upstream, ready to plug for the next trick. And nobody had ever done it before, so I kind of patented my own move at Worlds. <laughs> Innovation at the world stage. That is confidence. Thank you. That is amazing. Thank you, Kat. That was a good story. I like that. Amazing. <laughs> wow. So, like I say, I, I'm super impressed by, by everything you've shared like, this evening. Um, what, if anything, would be your your parting message to the, the viewers and the listeners. What's your final message that you'd, you'd say to the guys? Do what you love. Do what you love. Because it if you find something that you're actually passionate about, you'll gain confidence, you'll be less fearful, and you'll just find the better part of life if you're doing exactly what you love. <laughs> I love it. Katie Bankhauser, you are a legend. Thank you so much for joining me. Enjoy the rest of your week. And everyone that's joined in to watch and to listen, thank you so much. Thank you for, for joining. Um, drop Katie some love. Send those love hearts through. If you've got any questions, will you jump in and answer them? Yeah. Amazing. Guys, thank you so much. This has been a pleasure. Have a great evening, everybody. Thanks for having me. No worries. Thank Take care. See ya. <laughs>